Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, hey there, kid. Hey, kiddos. How's it going? Did see you being a backyard clown, low budget, sort of can be there in a pinch. <laughs> what did you say? I could see you being like a low-budget backyard clown, like oh, for a party you. or something like that. Hey, yeah, dude. like insane clown posse type whoa, of clown. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Easy. Ooga. Okay. Uh, on the flip side of that, serious story. And it's not totally unexpected. Uh, the family of cinematographer Helena Hutchins has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec Baldwin and others who they feel were responsible for her death on the set of the movie Rust. We're all familiar with that story. Uh, the other defendants include several corporations who were tied to the production, more than a dozen people involved. And one of them is the armorer that Hannah Gutierrez read. Um, nobody is really surprised by this. What else? What else would you do? Yeah, it's... Uh... I think par for the course for something like this. Yeah, the um, the lawsuit states that at least 15 industry standards were disregarded on the set. And if they'd been followed, uh, Helena Hutchins would still be alive. They also claim Baldwin carries the largest share of the blame since he held the weapon that killed her. I believe there is uh, the legal team for Helena Hutchins family uh, who made a statement about it. Industry standards required Mr. Baldwin to be trained and qualified in safe handling and proper firing procedures before accepting the revolver. The first rule for safety with firearms on a production set required Mr. Baldwin to treat all firearms as if they were loaded and refrain from pointing a firearm at anyone. The industry standard required Mr. Baldwin to remember that any person or object at which he points a firearm could be destroyed. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I'm sure the defense will come back and say he was following the direction by pointing to the camera, I believe is what he said. Mm -hmm. right. So it'll, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think even Alec Baldwin is surprised by this. Right. Yeah. These are some of the so logistical, tragic. you know, tactical next steps that I think you're just instructed to make, particularly from legal counsel in a situation like this. But yeah, really sad. Well, hopefully the if anything good comes of it, it will be that 
get you know get real guns off these sets. Right. There's no there's no reason with right. with the technology that is mm-hmm. available today. You could have a gun that looks exactly like a real gun. But if is, we can make it look like someone in Star Wars is shooting a laser gun. Right. We, we can, can do, this. do this. Yeah. I, we can do it. For sure. Haven't heard um, Alec, from Alec Baldwin regarding that, but I'm not surprised by that either. Um, no, I've heard about this. I watched the uh, Being the Ricardos, which is nominated. Uh, I did not know about this documentary about yes. Lucy and Desi. Yeah, this is kind of cool because Amy Poehler decided to do a documentary that examines uh, them as people and how like they were trailblazers in that they started their own production company. So that was, you know, they were kind of ahead of their time there. Desilu Productions was behind not only I Love Lucy, but countless other really popular shows, Mission Impossible, Star Trek, were under their um, production company. And Amy Poehler says that over the years, the two of them have kind of been flattened out and made two-dimensional. And she really wanted to see the people behind the images. Um, You know, they how they met, how they started working on a sitcom together. And, you know, that became a, a dream come true for them. And then eventually they divorce because of Desi's infidelity. Um, But this is a lot less like what we saw with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem and more of a bigger picture, you know, because that was a week in the life. Right. That story with Nicole Kidman. So this will be more of, you know, beginning, middle, end. And it's of. already on Prime, I think. I think March 4th. I see. Uh, Want to watch it now? We've got it. Oh, says here, premieres March 4th on Amazon Prime Video. I know it was at the Sundance Film Festival. I think they've written this in a... I'm looking at Prime Video's YouTube. I think I, it says about Prime Video. And then it says, want to watch it now? We've got it. This week's newest movies, last night's, and then they're really just doing a generic thing. I just got duped by Amazon Prime. You did. It's like me and the avocados. (laughs) I feel your pain now. I mean, thank you, Steve. So I was sitting there eating an avocado, watching Lucy and Desi, (laughs) expecting to die. Birds started falling out of the sky. Right out of the sky. Go back and listen to last hour if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, Can we listen to a little bit of the trailer? Yes, please. I'd like you to meet my favorite redhead. The mother of my children, ladies and gentlemen, Lucille Ball. I wanted to get as far away as possible. My parents had these audio tapes. Hello, hello. Hi there. He said, that's Lucille Ball. And I said, oh man, that's a hunk of woman. I was (laughs) madly in love with Desi. I've never felt that way about anyone before. No one wanted him to play my husband because he was Cuban and they wanted a real American couple. The only reason I Love Lucy exists is because they wanted to be together. It's all about unconditional love. Hmm. I like how she says Desi. Yeah. Desi Arnaz. I might watch Desi. this. I'm definitely going to watch this. I put it on the list, which is well, growing, by the way. And you hear from Uh-oh. Bette Midler, um, 
Carol Burnett, Norman Lear, a lot of uh, big names who are participating in this, too. It'll be good. It'll be good. Can I ask a question very quickly about the Royals before we take a breather? <laughs> okay. I wanted to ask you something else, but go ahead. Oh, you want to go that direction? No, now you've said it out loud. You have to deliver. But now people know that you had a question. All right, here's the thing. I saw a headline that said, just like Donna read, avocados make people die. I saw a headline, <laughs> and it said they were planning the coronation for Prince Charles and Camilla. I haven't missed an announcement, have I? I like, is the queen stepping down? I haven't heard anything. I don't see any breaking news. I haven't seen anything this uh, It's just interesting that this would be public news to us that they're planning a coronation. I understand, like, look, you get an obit ready for an old celebrity because you think they're going to pass at some point. You want to be able to get it on the air. This is just interesting for us to have access to this news that they're planning a coronation. Mm, I'm you not think she's planning anything. on it when she's... But... I, I bet she will step down. She's got to be tired. Like Flossie Dickie. I'm tired. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> uh, his cor- Prince Charles coronation guest list capped at 2,000. Uh, Charles coronation plans a call for he and Camilla to be crowned side by side. Is this from your TikTok doctor? Hey, yeah, yeah. You guys, ever since I got on magnesium and started <laughs> operating at a very high level, a big level... You guys have been jealous because you're low on magnesium. Honestly, God, I can tell by looking at your eyes. I am low <laughs> on magnesium. I mean, the only gold that Donna wears is where it used to be the whites of her eyes. Wow, that's she rude. Needs magnesium. Okay. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look at what? You don't even know what magnesium does. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're going to take a break. Okay. Because I think legally, when we get into medical talk like that, we have to. Uh, When we come back, I want to tell you about a new Korean show that is trending on Netflix. Before we get into any studies, have you heard about this? Uh, I'll tell you all about it. See if we want to watch it as a group. Coming up on Don and Steve. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at ymcanorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. 11.30 today, we uh, have the Millennial X Games. We play it every Wednesday. You get a chance to play along, whether or not you happen to be one of the callers who participates on air, or one of the millions of people who listen around the world who play. Either way, 11.30, the game goes down. Millennial Rock- questions for Donna, Gen X questions for me. See who wins. Rocco, was that? Was that, Rocco? I already wrote the questions. Oh, nice. wow. We've already had people calling in trying to play. It's going it's to be off the hook today. Oh, people can't go wait. nuts over this show. Over oh, that segment, yeah. they go crazy. Got a, We get a lot of letters, which is cool. No, we don't. None of what Steve just said is true. You know, I'm going to come in uh, tomorrow and test some video stuff with Amy. Oh, good. Yeah. It'll be nice to see you. Now, let me ask you, Donna. Let's workshop this on air before I tell you about a thing that I think will give you nightmares. Okay. I feel like I have some mild cold symptoms. Yeah. If I come into the studio tomorrow. You'll be in there with Rocco. 
Are you going to be a wiener about this? Or no, yes, I shouldn't say that. I, can't, I don't want to get sick. You're I know, because I told sick. my wife, There's always test. something wrong with you. You're like a Petri dish. Oh, yeah, I live with four kids. Not my problem. And you know what? They bring back, they bring back all sorts of germs, even though they are masked all day at school. The germs still come. I'm not saying anything. I'm not creating a debate. My wife and I just realized this today. We're like, man, because, you know, the kids starting next week, they're lifting the mask mandate in our district, and it's strongly encouraged, but not um, not mandated. We're like, what do we want to do with the kids? And then we were trying to, like, assess the last month of our life and how we've just, there's just been constant sickness, cold. So you're, you're going to come in COVID. after the show, right? I Well, I told my wife, I said, if I have any symptoms, Donna's taking a couple days off. And uh, and I don't want to interfere and have her sick during any of this time off. And so Thanks, if I'm feeling ill, I'll stay here. Because it used to be, you know, pre all these uh, things we've done around the station to keep us away from each other. If one person on the station got a cold... The everybody, week, everybody. everybody did. Yeah. So if somebody was off on one show, three days later, someone <laughs> was off on the next show and the next show. So Because we're yeah. all sharing the same mics. It's a domino effect, yes. But it's been nice for a couple of years here, knock on wood. It pretty much has. Yeah. Plus, we're going to get to a study which proves that Donna doesn't even really want me there anyway. It's true. But first, have you heard about this new Korean show? I don't think so. All of Us Are Dead? No. Yeah. I feel okay. like McLean was talking about it. Oh, we're doing that? <laughs> yeah. Your last names? Now? Yeah, because it's like softball. Oh, okay. So I'm passing. Come on, McLean. Woo! Let's go, McLean. No pitcher. No pitcher. <laughs> pitcher, pitcher, not a belly itcher. What are we doing? Anyway, here's the, here's the synopsis, and I intentionally am giving you a half-baked description because I find that these shows, like Squid Game, are better the less you know. Again, Squid Game, super graphic, very, very much the dark underbelly of humanity. That being said, they did tell a good story by the end of it. Is this a zombie thing? This is a zombie thing. Yeah, Dawn, I think, is watching it. Oh, okay, it's a zombie thing. And uh, I saw an article that said one of the main players from Squid Game is in it. That being said, imagine this. You're in your school. One of the kids gets bit by a rat. Ew. Donna, it happens. Okay. There's a rat. They're doing an experiment or something. Rat bites her. She turns into a zombie. Everyone starts being at risk of being attacked by this zombie. And if you get attacked by a zombie, you become a zombie. And then the numbers start to shift. And it's these kids essentially in a lockdown situation, a zombie lockdown. Person comes over. Students, I have an announcement. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then essentially it's can those who aren't zombies in the lockdown situation at school survive the sudden zombie students. I don't know that I'm going to watch this. I don't know. It seems very bloody. It seems very gory, but the you know some of this 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 art out of Korea. It's funny. It has been so graphically violent, and yet like Squid. I always go back to Squid Game. I'm not a huge fan of violence. I like watching it on screen. It's like that's not really my jam. But they did tell a compelling story throughout it. Have you so watched? You find yourself kind of looking away, but wanting to hear the story. Parasite yet? I still have not. I need to. It's kind of the same thing. You don't, know. Don't spoil it for me. I know I there's a twist. I won't spoil it for you. I'm sorry. Geez. I have scar tissue. You spoiled You spoiled something for me once. I didn't remember that that really happened. Donna, jokingly, we won't don't even reference. No, we won't even reference what movie it is. I know how to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm just saying. Rocco, we're walking out of the State Fair. I will not say the name of the movie. <laughs> she said, yeah, I saw it. I said, oh, I'm really looking forward to sh- seeing it. And she said, how about when What's-His-Name dies at the end? And I was like, Donna. But and I then said it really it, happened. I said it jokingly, oh, okay, gotcha. giving him a fake information, which I forgot was actually true. <laughs> Real and critical. <laughs> Total Donna move. Yeah, totally. I was like, wow. And then she just claims innocence. I have a lot on my plate. Sorry. Uh, avocados. Avocados. Okay, here's a Can study. Can we say that now, Donna? Avocado to story. <laughs> yes. When she just read the headline and totally misconstrued the actual information. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, okay, here's the study. The majority of Americans, 77%, say the COVID 19 pandemic has drastically changed how they feel about noise in their environment. Because sound is un- invisible, it's often overlooked, but the impact it has on our well-being is profound. So Grant and I were in the prep room the other day. I find myself constant. There's hardly anyone here, first off. Yeah. I find myself constantly shutting the door so I'm not distracted by conversations going on up beyond the door. And I saw Grant do it yesterday, and I go... Everything okay? I thought he wanted to talk to me about something. He goes, oh, yeah, no, just so-and-so's voice carries a little bit. And I go, oh, yeah. I'm going to take a guess. (laughs) So-and-so. I don't think you'll guess. Oh, really? No. But anyway, the point is people who have been working at home in a quiet environment now going back into the office find that they're being, they're having challenges hearing noises. I find that I need silence. Silence! Yeah. I I just can't. I'm so easily distracted. I'm just like, what? Oh, shut up. Stop talking to me. I've seen that so many times. Can't wait to start seeing it again soon. All right, great. Hey, let's uh, play a game. Give us a call right now. A millennial and a Gen Xer. If you identify as either of those, call now. 651-641-1077. 
morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening. It's Donna and Steve. It's DJ Rock Lobster. Plomp, plomp, plomp. Plomp, plomp. Big it announcement is... for the Millennial X Games today. Oh, yeah? Winner. <laughs> Uh-oh. Gets a my. No, no, no. I'm not going down. I'm going up, baby. Winner gets a my talk stocking cap. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, could we use like more 1940s vernacular to describe our prizes? <laughs> Stocking cap. I'll talk to Brooke about it. That, when I hear stocking cap, I think of someone about to rob a bank. <laughs> I just picture someone putting pantyhose on their head. Yeah, it comes down the full way. Yep, you just won some le- eggs. Oh. Generation X Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to ask Donna questions. Uh, in fact, uh, all the questions I'm going to ask Donna today are from the year 2001. Uh-oh. Oh, dang. And uh, most, a couple of the questions I'm going to ask Steve today are from 1984. Oh. Um, we'll see how they do. We get side players. Uh, like, for instance, right here, this is Lee from Milwaukee. Lee. She's a millennial, so she'll help out Donna. Yay! One hey, time. Hey. Hi, hey, Lee. Lee. Thanks for listening in Milwaukee. Always. Oh, Anything interesting going on in Milwaukee today that we should know about? I mean, it's 50 degrees. Whoa. Oh, wow. wow. That's cool. <laughs> and that's about it. Nothing really popping. No, it's kind of strange that it's 50 degrees yeah, there's there. there's a big lake there and everything. Wow. Good day to have a beer in Milwaukee. <laughs> Every day. Every day. All right, Lee. Every day. I'm going to be calling on you. Stand by, okay? Okay. And then we've got Kirsten. She thinks maybe she's a Gen Zer, but she's willing to pretend she's a Gen Xer. At least that's what she's Kirsten, she why don't you tell me how old you are, my dear? Uh, 49. Okay, okay, that's yeah, you're, you're, you're right where you need to be. This okay, is great. This is great. This is, this is wonderful. Um, and Kirsten, where are you calling us from today? I am calling you from Monticello. Oh, what it do in Monticello. Very nice. <laughs> okay, that's all I had for Monticello. Monticello versus Milwaukee today. Uh, Donna? I'd like to go second. You would like to go second. Thank well, you for with asking. with that, I'm going to reach <laughs> forward and spin the wheel. Music. Uh, The number one song in the country on this day in 1984. I'm going to take a page out of Steve's uh, Throwback Thursday. Opened with these lines. There's a loving in your eyes all the way. If I listen to your lies, would you say? What song is that? 1984. Mm -hmm. There's a loving in your eyes. There's a loving in your eyes. Um, Say the lyric again, please. There's a lovin' in your eyes all the way. If I listened to your lies, would you say? Mm. Oh, that's hard. Mm. Uh, I I have an answer. Go ahead. But I think 84 is too late for the song I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to call in my lifeline. Let's wow. get Kirsten on the line. Do it! Kirsten, Kirsten any idea? 
<laughs> oh, D word, Kirsten. I know there's a song that has it, but I'm not sure if it's that song. Let me hear what's um, on your mind. It would be Karma Chameleon. We're going to go with that, without a doubt, lock it in, final answer. Wow! wow. There's a loving in your said eagles lion eyes huge kirsten that was a huge oh, lifeline play right there if we win it's because of that all right great job nice job kirsten all wow, right now guys. donna you can grab the wheel okay okay grab that wheel movies movies okay okay the number one movie this week in 2001 the week of you know february whatever february uh, was the sequel to Silence of the Lambs. It even starred Anthony Hopkins and was directed by Ridley Scott. Name that sequel. Don't remember. Silence of the Lambs. Oh! 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 Oh, I got oh. it! I almost... I almost said Clarice, but that's not my answer. My answer Gravity. is Hannibal. Hannibal. Yay! One to one. I You're off and running. Oh, my God. Here we off go. And running. All right, I just okay, grab that wheel. Okay, grab that wheel. And it goes like <gasps> this. Movies. Movies. This is going to play right into uh, to your uh, endorsement for the Chan Aston Dinner Theaters. Because mm-hmm. the number one movie in America this week in 1984... Was Footloose. I'll be. And I want to know, you saw it last week at the chat. Yeah, just you, last weekend. Yeah, we had so much fun. How many clumps would you give it? Uh, let's give it four and a half clumps. Okay. Oh, that's great. Uh, what award-winning actor... out of five, actor... by the way, not out of ten, in case you're a new, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're a new right. listener. You're like, wow, that's a harsh review. Uh, what award-winning actor played the cranky dad-slash-minister who forbade dancing? Cranky Dad, Kevin Bacon, Walter, Wilford Brimley, (laughs) Sam Elliott, Cranky Dad, S.O.B., man, you know I haven't seen the original. I thought maybe you'd go back and watch it. Or that maybe it said it in the program, the role of blah, blah, blah (laughs) is being played by blah, No, no, they didn't. Um, Okay. Dang it. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> Sam Elliott, final oh, answer. Oh, so close. You know Donna? John Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow. Oh. All right. Two All right. One, a third Donna. rock from the sun? Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. He, wow. he, he played a lot of bad guys. Yeah. Okay, I'm right. ready. It goes like this. <laughs> not music, not music. music. Oh, oh, no, I shoot. The number one song in the country this week in 2001 was by a rap duo named Outkast. Oh, no. And according to Wikipedia, the song is, quote, a love profession to the mother of the narrator's romantic partner that examines the issues that arise from having a child out of wedlock. Mm. Oh, Lord have mm. mercy. Can you name that song? I want to say that the song is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody inhale, get a good laugh out of that <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. 
But I feel like that's a little shallow. That was a song. It just, I don't think it was this one. Yeah. You still have the lifeline, though, right? I know. I don't want to use her yet. I'm afraid. Donna likes to save it for the end. But I'm not going to. to, Well, we would be tied. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Lee. Lee in Milwaukee. Hi, Lee. Hey, so Outcast, it's Valentine's week. Would it be Happy Valentine's Day by Outcast? Final. Mm, steal. Steve no, wants to steal. No. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah. I for um, I've never heard of it. You, make, you will. I don't think so. Oh, this was hot back in 2001. Oh, jeez. Baby mama's mama. No. Baby mama's mama. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, man, this is a good song. You don't remember this one? Nope. It doesn't even ring a bell. Donna. Dude, I was... Oh, okay. I was not listening to this kind of music. It was number one. Oh, wait, now I know it. (laughs) (laughs) And that was about uh, Janet Jackson, right? Uh, was it? I don't know. It was Miss Jackson. You're right. Doesn't matter. If, if you're, you're nasty, nasty. Jinx. Um, okay, so it's okay. two. It's what one to one after two. Correct. It's one to one uh, after two. No lifelines crazy. left. It is no, no life barred bare knuckle fight. And now we're back to uh, now we're back to Steve. Yeesh. That is correct. Okay, it goes like this. Headlines. Yeah. All right. This is kind of a stretch for headlines, but follow me on this journey. On this day in 1923, (laughs) Howard Carter unsealed the burial chamber of Pharaoh Tutankhamun. But what I really want to know is this Gen X question. Who had a hit with the novelty song King Tut in 1978? There goes the 1984 theme that we had. <laughs> right out the window. Um, goodness, I think of Michael Jackson because I feel like there was like a Pharaoh thing that he did at one point, and it's not that. He wouldn't have been doing that in 78. King Tut. King Tut. Spell backwards. Tut. The Genesis final. Hmm, I thought you would have known that one. Can I steal this one? Sure, why sure. not? Steve Martin, Bob. Oh, yeah, here it comes. <laughs> I think oh, I guess I thought it was. This is where it's coming from. Anyways, that's anyway, not it. Right, Sorry, Apple right. Music. Sorry, <laughs> Steve. Sorry, that was ambient crowd noise, though. All right. Uh, was, uh, okay, that was one a one, Donna. Hit. If you get this, you win. Okay, I'm ready. I'm still looking for King Tut. It goes like this. I got to play for Steve. Born in Babylon, I moved to Arizona. <laughs> now when he was a young man, he never thought <laughs> it's it really fun. People stand in line to see the boy King. So, anyways, yeah, I guess in the late seventies, <laughs> they uh, King Tut's, you know, the 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 mummy, the sarcophagus, all that went on tour to like museums and stuff, and it was a national phenomenon. Mm. Steve wow. Martin wrote a song about it. It was a big hit. Yeah, he wow. would wear the the, the pharaoh. Papal thing on his head. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. So this is for the All right, win. This is for the win. Oh, yeah, Headlines. Oh, Headlines. Uh oh. 
We're going to go back to 2001. We're going to go back to this week in 2001. Oh, what a week no. it was. Okay. We were all singing Ms. Jackson and while we were waiting in line to see Hannibal. And Fox, <laughs> Channel 9 in this region, hey. broadcast its inaugural NASCAR telecast. It was the Daytona 500. It was a big deal. Everybody was excited. Unfortunately, somebody died in the final lap after getting into a head-on collision. Who died? I think this was Dale Earnhardt. Um, there's a junior, then there's a, Dan, a Dale Earnhardt. I'm going to say Dale Earnhardt final. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that happened in the final lap. I yeah. win. I win. Jeez. Sorry. R.I.P. That was very sad and tragic. That was yeah, Donna, crazy. you're like. I know. Dancing on the well, grave. Because the crash didn't even seem um, like that violent of a crash. It wasn't yeah. one where it flipped and burned. It, it was just like... And then yeah. they changed it, right? Didn't they get head restraints in after yeah. that in, inside of NASCAR yeah. vehicles? Oh, that was so tragic. I think that that was his only win for the for that particular race. I, I mean, he won lots and lots of no, races. Right. Are I you was looking it up. He won, won a lot. Because that was going to be my tiebreaker. I think he, he said, did have 76 NASCAR wins. But you're right. I don't know how many. I could look Oh, you said... Oh yeah, NASCAR, but not Daytona right. 500. I'll look it up. But let's. Uh, well, first we'll say farewell to Kirsten. Farewell, she tried. Kirsten. Pardon me. Farewell. <laughs> it is time for oh, us to part. Yes. With. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Sorry. Okay. And okay, bye. And bye. then Lee from Milwaukee. Way to go, Lee. Let's go, Donna. Woo! Congratulations. Hang on the line for your pantyhose. Uh, Ron is going to get your info. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a winter hat. Let's go with uh, winter ski hat. Okay, perfect. Okay, fine. Uh, we're going to go final stretch coming right up on the Donna and Steve show. We're going to uh, give you some laws that are still on the books in various states of the USA. We'll go through that and more coming up next on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience. <laughs> Talk one oh seven one Bob You know your art will never hang in a museum. Bob. <laughs> oh Steve. Phil Donahue. You are a delight. Do you mean that? Yeah. Sure. I have a suggestion to make before we get to these outdated laws. Oh, I think that since we like to workshop things on air, because we are a show of the people, we make no effort to come across as professional and put together. Well, we're open. We're vulnerable. Do, but whatever. Really? The it's other rest are like the whole guilt by association thing. <laughs> I think what we should do is end each day with a quote of the day. The quote could be an we inspirational used to do that, quote. Actually, before you came along. Donna! Yep. Could be a uh, an inspirational quote. It could be a quote from a celebrity in pop culture that day. It could be a quote of something one of us said during the show that was just so inspirational or stupid or entertaining. Okay. Quote of the day. Today's quote is Bob. <laughs> how did we even get to that? I don't even remember how we started talking. I don't either. It's you. Rocco, you can see you just find Bob Ross no. on Donahue? Well, now people oh. need to hear the audio. Because oh, yeah, now we're talking out of context. This is when, two years ago, Donna did a smear campaign that, mm, spoiler, turned out to be true, about Bob <laughs> Ross being a little suggestive in his delivery. A little? He, he was talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
dab your brush right there. Don't say dab. <laughs> but there were... I was watching the documentary on Bob Ross, and there was a point where my house of cards came crumbling down because the audio was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to... Oh, look at gonna, those nice peaks we're right there. Just smack it around. Just... Just gentle, just make, and then he said, quote, just make Slap love to that it. Brush. No, he thought of. <laughs> he said, make love to it, which I was like, that's aggressive. But they said that he was speaking to his female audience. Yeah. And one of the, the people, people that we heard, or the people that we heard from in the documentary said it was as though he was talking to just one person in bed. Yeah. I don't think Doris in Kalamazoo is <laughs> getting down to the sound of his voice. <laughs> so no am I, what am I supposed to do? Scroll well, through the documentary until I see no, no. Phil Donahue? Go look at YouTube. Like Phil Donahue, Bob Ross. Some, this should show up. He yells at poor Bob Ross because okay. he just starts making... You're not going to be able to find... I'm, I'm giving you an impossible yeah, yeah, task here. I'm minutes. sorry. I'm pretty good at this. This is my fault. But Bob Ross goes on Phil Donahue. And then Phil Donahue... Bob Ross is being mild-mannered, as always, painting on a canvas. You ask me to paint, so I'll paint. And then Donahue starts taking him to task about the low quality of his work right there. I'm like, easy, Phil. I know. It was Jeez. a little disrespectful. Did you ever listen to the Oprah podcast a few years ago, like Making Oprah? No. Great podcast. You should go back and listen to it. Phil Donahue is featured. That's why I'm bringing it up right now. He's featured on it. It's it's really good. He was it's great. A, he was so good. He was He was really good. But you need to listen to this Oprah documentary. It's so good. I what's it called? Making Oprah or something. I listened to it like three or four years ago. Really entertaining. Inventing Oprah. Yes, Queen. Making Oprah. And now all these years later, I'm watching Inventing Anna on Netflix, which, by the way, keeps getting better. The first three episodes, sort of slow going. Four, picking up some steam. Five, <laughs> picking up some steam. Rocco, did you find I it? I did. You ready? Here, here we go. Out loud, your work will never hang in a museum. Bob, he said, Phil Donahue went full bully pulpit there. He said to poor now, bear in mind, if you're thinking Bob Ross looks like one of the people who just came out from backstage on the St Steve Wilco show, ready to fight Donahue, you'd be wrong. He is painting a canvas calmly and then donahue says quote donna say out loud like repeat know, this is like, like when what? my kids bully each other <laughs> yeah. just say that you're stupid and bad at art he's in his face <laughs> he's like shaking his finger right in his face here it is again here he hey out loud your work will never hang in a museum no. bob <laughs> <laughs> why is he harassing him i don't know mom but i would like that audio isolated <laughs> if possible at least the Bob. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> it is always tough, too, when we go back and realize that we have really greatly exaggerated our impressions of whatever totally. the source material was. I know, you was. just went Bob. <laughs> you nailed that one. more time? Say oh, out loud. See, That's yeah, so aggressive. Like, yeah. Say out loud. And it's kind of funny because I paused it and... <laughs> And and uh, Donnie was looking to the crowd like, yeah, am I right, people? And and Should Bob Ross is looking up? crestfallen, totally bullying him. Yeah. Should I beat him with this microphone? Say <laughs> out loud, your work will never hang in a museum, no. Bob. And by the way, do you hear the subtlety there? Bob Ross comes in, and it's as though he's going to say, 
no, well, let me just tell you why I make art. You know, it's not to be... He tries to jump in, and Donahue <laughs> immediately steamrolls him by yelling his name. It's like yelling at um, Mr. What's-His-Face with the kids' TV show that Mr. you Rogers? like. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just so gentle. Say he's that so this is B-level puppetry, Fred! <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of a break. They're just trying to make people happy with what they do. Not here for a paternity test. Oh, Say out loud, your work will Listen never hang in a museum. No. Bob! <laughs> <laughs> just answer. He's starting to calmly and respectfully respond to the oh, no. really bullying command of "Say out loud." Wow. Wow, that was fun. I'm team, I'm team Bob again. Bob Ross got screwed, by the way, in that documentary. He got screwed by the company that owns the rights to him, and his son has oh, seen yeah. none of the money. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Bye. You're welcome. Okay. Did we mention listener rewards for the month of February today? Oh. I think you should. We should do it right now. I can well, do it. Well, you can enter to win some cool stuff, like a complete line of Pour Moi Climate Smart Skin Carrots for all four seasons. I'm also using Pour Moi. Good for you. Thank Stay you. with it. Commit I will. to the routine. I am. Thank you. We've got Willow's Coffee. We've got nothing bunt cake cakes. <laughs> That's hard to say. Nothing but delicious. Cakes, gift cards, a whole lot more. Everything up for grabs, and you can win. You just listen, boom, you could win. It's really that simple. Go see Listener Rewards. Sign up on the app or at mytalk1071.com. What are you waiting for? Bob! Bob! <laughs> well, if I Bob! Oh, Rocco 5 out of 5 clumps for you today. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Thank you, buddy. Day. Boom. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. We'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge again and uh, hopefully give you three hours of amusing radio. In the meantime, we make way for the award-winning show that is Colleen and Bradley. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.